What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Verzi Effect podcast show. My name is Paul Verzi, and today is, what is this? It was earlier on Tuesday, Tuesday, uh, August 28th, 2018, and you guys are listening to episode 369. I hope everybody is doing uh, well. Hope everybody had a good time in between shows. I know I did. Just got back from vacation um, a couple of days, two days now uh, ago, and uh, oh, man. An amazing time. Uh, didn't realize I was going to come home and it was going to be 102 degrees and humid home. But uh, I still wish I was at the beach. But anyway, uh, it was a great, great vacation. Uh, last night I did my first show in New York City in eight days. Which, uh, for people that don't know, that's a really long time for a comedian to go. Like, we start getting stir-crazy around like three to four days but this was eight. But the reason why I didn't even think about it, the reason why everything was totally fine with it, um, was I had done so much work beforehand. You know, I had, you know, so many sets in the city uh, beforehand, and I was just, you know, running around doing so much that when it was finally done, literally up until the night, the night that I drove down to the beach house, So I was working so much and so late so many days in a row, I didn't give a fuck about the eight days. I was like, I'm taking these days and I'm not thinking about it. I'm doing so much work. I'll still be fresh in eight days. And uh, not to sound like an arrogant dick, but I went on stage last night, didn't know what to think. And I was kind of uh, maybe like for like 25, 30 seconds, maybe, you know, one minute I kind of was like, you know, getting the, the rust off a little bit. But other than that, it, it went really good. Um, you know, thank God. But, yeah, it was uh, one of those things where normally you get antsy and I could be a dick without even knowing it. My wife could see it happening. Did not happen because it was sun. It was hanging with my family. It was eating dinners every night. It was drinking um, with my family, chilling out, relaxing. And it was just really really awesome. So we'll definitely be talking about um be talking about that, talking about the beach vacation. Can't believe the summer's coming to an end. The fall is here. Football is here. Um so a a, a ton of stuff to talk about. My unacceptable plus your guys is unacceptable. So sit back, relax wherever you may be and get ready for TVE episode 369. Right off the top, I just wanted to um I just wanted to say that um, shout out, big shout out to um, Dean Del Rey, who uh, did Conan last night, did a great job, and uh, he made his uh, uh, late night debut last night, and he called me up, he's like, hey dude, I'm doing Conan on Monday, and uh, really happy for him, so uh, good dude, and you guys heard him, we had one of the best podcasts on the show, Um, you know, a lot of people said ever on this show, so... Um, I hope you guys, uh, if you didn't hear it, you could go back and listen. It's like two or three episodes ago. And um, check his uh, set out last night. Uh, Coney did a really good job. And he's just a really, really good dude and a hardworking dude. We work together uh, together all the time. And I have um, uh, my special will be coming out, guys, on November 2nd. I was told that that is 100% November 2nd. I think I told you guys that, but I don't know if I did. Um, and I'm, and the announcement is coming, I heard after Labor Day, and then that's when I could say the network, so, um, some cool stuff there. 
but I did want to shout out Dean on the show. Uh, before I get started, let's get right to the advertisements. Let's get to the sponsors, everybody. The sponsors, the amazing sponsors of the Verzi Effect. CapperNetwork.com, everybody. Do you guys have friends that talk shit about sports predictions? Well, Capper Network now will let them either say they're Nostradamus and that they were right, or we'll call them out on their bullshit because you can get points and get up on the leaderboard on this prediction uh, site. Okay, Capper Network, it's, it's for fans of all levels. It's 100% free to join. You go on there and you make your predictions. You can get paid on your predictions. You risk a certain amount of units, and if you get up on the leaderboard, people will pay for your advice. Probably not mine lately because I've been sucking and um, my timing has been off, but you guys know I'm waiting for the NFL. By the way, two weeks away. There is nothing better to do. If you listen to sports, you listen, uh, you watch sports, you listen to my podcast, and you're into fantasy and you're into all that, and you don't join cappernetwork.com for free, I honestly don't know what to tell you. It does not make sense. Just go to the site. It is free, okay? Whether you're new or experienced at sports betting, it just you could just go to it. You submit your predictions, okay? Bets and daily fantasy plays and all that, and you could go up on the leaderboard, all right? Or you could go to this thing, sign up, and when you go to bet, for example, I'm going to Vegas tomorrow. I'll look at the leaderboard, see what these people are picking. I go out there and I start making bets on that. And these people are picking certain percentages, which are crazy. They obviously know something I don't. So you could do that too. You could make money that way. Either way, you could make money um, on this. Uh, you could even uh, draft capping teams. The, the, the best of the best of this, you can do that. They're always adding stuff to this site as well. Okay? Uh, and you guys know fall's coming. You got the NBA coming. You got the NFL coming back in two weeks. All right, I think October, November is like the best. You got the NBA coming back. So this is an amazing, an amazing thing. Get in now. Get in early. Um, it is 100% free to use this and make predictions. Okay, so there's really nothing. There's What's not to like about this? Okay, on top of earning cash and bragging rights, you can improve on your sports wagering and daily fantasy capping skills. Me and my son are also doing a fantasy football again this year in our little community here against other dads and their kids. So this is another thing that I will use for that. Um, so guys, really check out, and I know the people that do this thing. It's so great. These guys are so great. So um, definitely go to Capper Network today. Tell me that you did it, and also tell me where you're at on the leaderboard. I'll even shout you guys out on the podcast, man. All right, but it's 100% um, free. So make your predictions and uh, start doing it. I cannot wait because you know my predictions are going to be on the NFL big time and my New York football giants. Check out CapperNetwork.com today. Pick it, prove it, profit. www.capper.com. Read all about it. All Things Comedy, guys. All Things Comedy is doing a ton of stuff. Check them out from comedy podcasts to comedy albums to online content, video shows, travel shows, cooking shows, okay? And now television production, which mine will be the first special to air on a major network. So thrilled. I worked with them on my album, and it was a success. Hopefully the same, knock on wood, will be with the special. Check out allthingscomedy.com and follow them on Twitter at allthingscomedy. That aside, let's move in to uh, TVE uh, 369. Uh, it is 369, not 370, right? 
Imagine I just cover my ass. Eh, it's 369 or 370. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. I don't see a 370 anywhere. So I'm pretty sure that this is uh, 369. If that's a fuck up, I will fix it. But probably not because um, I'm not a fuck up. What do you want from me? Okay, so let's see here. Um, oh, guys, just so you know, and I, I want to tell you guys this. I probably shouldn't, but you know what? I should because you guys need to sign up $3 a month for my Patreon. I just submitted another Patreon today, okay? And it is me ranting about a kid, okay? Um, and only my Patreon subscribers get this. You can get it too for $3 a month. I went into a sandwich shop, and this asshole, this asshole was bullying people he was training the whole thing I don't even want to get into it anyway I talked about that experience and I'm actually going back to either confront the guy or his boss and there's going to be a part two to that patreon uh, I hope you people who are patreon subscribers you uh, fans out there who uh, pay for the extra content which I really appreciate I hope you enjoyed the first rant and I will you guys will be uh, you know updated on the saga that is to continue, but I am not happy about it. It was like an ultimate unacceptable and an ultimate rant. I basically ranted about somebody for 20 minutes uh, angrily. Um, probably unhealthy of me, but I just, I had no choice. I really had no choice. Well, of course I had a choice, but no. So, um, yes, you could hear shit like that for an extra $3 a month. What's $3 a month? Listen to it for a couple months. There's going to be, you know, there's always extra stuff on there. You'll get some, you know... Just some, some more personal stuff, quicker updates and all that stuff. So please check that out. And thank you guys who do that. But part two of that should be coming if I can get... Uh, I'm going to Vegas, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to get to that uh, particular uh, place to eat beforehand. Um, oh, was that an unacceptable? Uh, I saw, dude, I saw something the other day. I think I talked about it. I instantly grabbed my bit my fist, this lady's foot. And um, I got to tell you, man, like feet are starting to really bring me down. Feet are like, it's like especially being at the ocean. Uh, I'll get into it. So we went to the ocean. And you guys know I goof on New Jersey. All right. I always goof on New Jersey. I call them, you know, I could, like Jersey's like the Mets and New York is like the Yankees, whatever. But I'm totally joking because Jersey does have, uh, look, I shouldn't talk shit about a place that I get an ocean house uh, one week out of the summer every year with my family. Um, it's an amazing stretch of ocean. It's not filthy. It's not Point Pleasant or Seaside Heights or Wildwood. No offense to those places or the people that go to them. Uh, but it's not Atlantic City. Again, no offense to people that go there. It's just, this is just more of a family, uh, a little nicer, cleaner beach from my experiences. And I love going there. Um, so I'm not, I, I don't want to shit on a place where I go. Because like I said, it's amazing for family. However, I'm, I was amazed. Here's the one thing that amazed me. It seemed like all the parents that were in the ocean with their kids and all the people that were around seemed like really good, hardworking, good people, good parents. What really took me back was, I, and there's nothing against this because I actually want to get two more tattoos. Um, I have one tattoo on my arm when I was younger and I kind of want to add to it uh, something that is, you know, incorporated with um, my kids and my family, you know, to add to what I already have on the same arm in the same area. But I was taken back, and I'm not going to call them animals, and I'm not going to call them stupid, and I'm not going to say that it's unacceptable. However, I was taken back by some of these parents were tattooed up. 
like this one mother, and she seemed like a great mom and shit, but she was just like, her legs, her, she just tattooed up, and she ran into the ocean, and she's just like jumping into these giant waves, and she's like, I still got it. And I was just like, just imagining what this chick was doing like 20 years earlier. Like just wild. One dad had like these, this big tree on his back with all these branches like branching out on his back while he's playing with his kid. And I'm just thinking like, this is a different time, man. You know, because I don't know about you guys. My parents are, you know, in their late 60s. My dad, yeah, late 60s or 70s, something like that. And, um, you know, they're in good shape. They're fine and everything. But like no tattoos. I don't think anybody in their 50s, very few people, I think much less people in their 50s, 60s, and 70s have tattoos as opposed to people in their, you know, 20s, 30s, and 40s. And I feel like if you're in your 20s now, you're super duper tatted up. Um, hold on, I gotta sip this coffee because it's keeping me, it's keeping me good. It's keeping me, it's got, the, I got the flow. The coffee's giving me the flow. Um... By the way, I put some Truvia, is it called Truvia shit, in the coffee, and it's really good. It's probably fucking awful for you. I probably just ate poison. But um, anyway, yeah, so I noticed a ton of tattoos on, like, responsible acting parents, which was cool. Not, not that people with tattoos aren't responsible, but you know what I mean. You know, it's just weird to see somebody, like, tatted up a lot that caring for their kid because I just, you know, I guess... I don't know if that means I'm getting older. I don't know what it means. But um, I was never like a huge, huge tattoo guy. Although I will say some tattoos are awesome. And I think if they're smart, like I was watching, um, and I'm going to get into this when I talk about sports, but Odell Beckham Jr., the New York Giants, he just got his big contract and he's going to start week one and he's going to be happy. He's going to be the highest paid and all that all the contract thing is done. But like I noticed on his tattoos, his, all of his legs are tattooed and <laughs> On his thigh, it was on the New York Post today, he's like jumping up and he looked like he's catching a ball, but it was like a bag of money that they obviously photoshopped in there. And his thigh, and he's just got a head of a giraffe on his thigh. And it's just such a random, like that's when I think like getting tattoos is an addiction. When you're just sitting there and you're like, yeah, you know what, man? I think I'm going to go with a giraffe head today. Like that, there's no like... There's no inspiration. I don't think, you know, his mother was a track star and his father was a football star. So I don't think either of them were like, yeah, man, it's the power of the giraffe. Nobody does that. It's either a fucking lion or some kind of bird or some kind of spiritual thing. You know, nobody's like, yeah, can you put a sloth face on my bicep? I don't think. I think that that's when it becomes an addiction and people are just, you know, getting into tats more. I remember when I went to get my tattoo. And I'll tell you, I just basically have my initials in Old English over my arm. Me and my buddy Keith Sianna, Ski Boat, shout out to Ski Boat. That was his nickname. I don't know why people call him Ski Boat, but uh, me and my buddy Keith were, um, I don't know, we were smoking weed, drinking. We were in high school. He was, I think I was, I was like 18. He was like 19 or 20, whatever it was. He was at a high school at the time or whatever. And he had a big house party. And uh, me and him were the last ones up like we were most of the time. And he's like, uh, all right, dude, tomorrow we're going to wake up and get tattoos. He's like, are you serious? You serious? So he got some Chinese thing, and I ended up getting my initials in Old English on my arm. But when I went to the uh, tattoo parlor, it said, welcome to your new addiction. And it was like, you're just going to keep coming back and keep coming back. And I never did. I never did. 
Um, but I do want to add to this, and I want some stuff. But I just noticed that there was a lot more people with tats at the beach than I uh, than I remembered before, which probably means I'm getting older. I don't know. Um, I can't say that there were a lot of animals out there. I can't say that there was a lot of unacceptables. It was families. It was the beach. It was people chilling out. It was, uh, you know, really a great time and just relaxing. Family came down. My siblings came down. Um, well, no, my sister came down this time. My parents, my mother-in-law was down there when I got there. Um, she left, thank God. Uh, no, I'm kidding. No, it was it was a, just a really good time. And I, the only thing that was unacceptable was a couple of bad wait, waiting experiences. Actually, one place which we went to all the time, and I don't want to mention the name, but we went to this place. We eat there every year. It, it's always great. I think they're under new ownership or chef or whatever, but it was awful. The service was awful. The food was almost unedible. My son got a burger and he like bit it. And he's like, I don't like it. It's awful. And I was like, Lucas, man, you got to eat dinner. Come on. It's not that bad. It's a burger from a good restaurant. How bad could it be? I bit this thing and I actually spit it out in a napkin. I was hungry and I bit a burger from a good restaurant. And you would think I would just chew it, not like the bite and swallow. It was so bad that as I took a couple of bites, I'm like, I can't even, I might throw up if I swallow this. It was, so that will be my unacceptable. Not to mention the waiter whose name was Paul, right? This kid, this guy's name was Paul, right? And as soon as he comes up, I go, oh man, nice name. My name is Paul too. Never met a Paul I didn't like. And he goes, oh, well, I hope you like me. And he was super nice. And he got our drinks fast and everything was good. And then this kid hit the autopilot button. I mean, this kid just stopped giving a fuck to the point where the dinner finally gets there. We're waiting for a, a, the second drink took forever. And he goes, oh, I'll bring you a side. I got these like, I had seafood almost every night. I was eating scallops. I was eating fish. I was eating um, crab legs. I was eating, you name it, I was eating it, right? So, so many days in a row of fish. So this one day I was like, I'm going to get ribs and chicken. It was like this combo plate, okay? Which stunk, by the way. The meat was like unedible. There were giant pieces of chicken and only like 10% of it like tasted good. The rest was awful, like undercooked. It was terrible. Ribs were fatty. It sucked. But he goes, I'm going to give you a hot sauce on the side, which I was waiting for and waiting for. And then finally, I asked the lady, can you send him over? He comes over way later. Oh, they never sent your I told him to send your stuff. I mean, the kid was not a bad kid, but the service was horrific. So I guess that that would be the only unacceptable that I had. But I was on vacation. I was having such a good time. Plus, some kid working at the beach at some restaurant, he doesn't give a fuck. So I really can't get mad. It's not like a crazy unacceptable. But it was such a good week. That's really all I have. I'll actually say that my acceptable was the amount of good food that I ate other than that. You know, you go away to the beach. You go to all these restaurants. They're not cheap. Um, all the food was great. One bed. Dude, I had a risotto. I had a ris artichoke risotto with like, I don't know, was it shrimp or what? This shit was so, it was the best risotto I ever had at one of these restaurants. So everything was, everything was good. Um, let me see what you guys wrote in. And uh, here we go. This is a not, uh, what is this? N uh, new Nando's. Nando's, is that the name of it? Okay. Saren, 
says, hi, Paul. New Nando's. Is that a, am I, I guess that's, hold on, now I got to look this up. You guys are like, you're probably thinking, Paul, what are you, nuts? But I don't know what Nando's is. Nat, oh, hold on, let me see. Um, I can't just start talking about something uh, and not, no, yeah, Nando's restaurant. Nando's, how do you fucking, okay. It's a worldwide restaurant. I'm sorry if I'm ignorant to this. I had no idea. Okay, so it's a chicken place. Barbecue, looks like a barbecue place. Right? All right. Story. Let's see the story. How Nando's began. The Nando story started centuries ago when the Portuguese explorer set sail. All right, I don't need to read a fucking... Um, okay. South Africa. All right, so anyway, I get it. It's, it's food. Let's see what's on their menus. What's, what kind of food is it? All right, it looks like there's a lot of chicken, corn, fries, coleslaw. Looks like there's some... Okay, so it's... I get it. All right. Anyway, let me get back to the thing. Sorry about that. Saren says, new Nando's open about three days now. We call them up to put through a take uh, takeaway order. What does the lady say? Sorry, we're not taking any orders now. We're very busy. This is at 8 p.m. on a Friday. It's their one job to sell food. Uh, we were in shock. Take care. <laughs> Good luck with the shows. Um... Yeah, I mean, that's, we're not taking orders because they're so busy. I don't, it's like, what'd you expect? On a, What'd you expect? People are excited. Like, what you could do is maybe hire an extra person to answer the phones and uh, get that going. Uh, and you also said, uh, let's see, let's see. Uh, the Meg was awesome. Really good, fun movie. Seen it twice now. I recommend Teen Titans. Funny movie that they will appeal to adults as well as kids attaches a trailer well yes i really enjoyed the meg even though it's a ridiculous movie about a uh, ridiculous shark or whatever but um you know it still was fun and i i uh, i liked it um and i i think the next movie we will see will be teen titans with the kids hopefully uh this is from uh, i don't see a name here but here we go. Uh, the Staircase. What a show. My Unacceptable. Ruining against the prosecution. Uh, like I know what actually happened. LOL. My wife and myself watched you, watched after you suggested it and were completely blown away. I went back just to make sure there were no more episodes and saw the owl theory. Have you, uh, have you seen this? It's only three or four minutes. Uh, it doesn't make the doc... Because his lawyer found out about it two days before closing arguments. Crazy. Yes, I know. The owl theory is pretty nuts. And that's one thing That's one thing that people believe. Um, in addition, uh, if you haven't seen the HBO doc on Frederick's The Jinx. I did see The Jinx. The Jinx is nuts and amazing and crazy. Um, so that's another great one. You should definitely see The Jinx. Um, but... Yeah, no, I heard about the owl theory, and when they shaved, when they cut the hair off of her head, rest her soul, um, they, they, look, it looked like talons. It really did. It looked like, it looked like the three things on her head was a scratch. Very, very weird. And then I think the neighbor also said that that's what was happening around that time. So the only thing to think about is when she was walking back in the house, the thing swooped down. 
you know, the thing swooped down and got her and she kind of just grabbed her head and didn't realize how bad it was and then bled out and died at the bottom of the stairs is one of the theories, but I will watch that. And as far as you're unacceptable of rooting for the prosecution, I think it's just any time you see people that are accused of something eating dinner with their family and saying they're innocent and going through the trial and sitting with their lawyers and sitting with like blood splatter experts, you, you're rooting for the people, you know? I was talking to somebody the other day. I rooted for O.J. Simpson when I was a kid in high school, not knowing. I'm like, oh, yeah, he got off. Yeah, like thinking about it as a football player. Meanwhile, of course he did it. Of course he did it, you know? Um, but, yeah, man, and, and uh, speaking of the O.J. thing, they talked to talked about it on a podcast. They, um, they asked, um, what's his name, John Douglas, what he thought. So many people. He's the FBI profiler who actually started the FBI's division of profiling serial killers like he's the guy that would show up to a crime scene and be like all right the killer's got this kind of car and they had it or all right the killer has a disability or or a mark on his face or a you know a lisp he's he can't talk right and he doesn't like to be around people so and he would be right like he was nuts um if you go back earlier a uh, long time ago, years ago on the Verzi Effect podcast, uh, Rachel um, Feinstein was on my show and she talked about Mindhunter way before it was ever on Netflix and about the book. And then my brother got me the book and I listened to it and it was wild. Um, and this guy, you know, talked about how he thinks, you know, all he could do is basically give a profile. What he does is he's got a system. He doesn't listen to what the the... The cops think he, 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 he just wants to see the crime scene and put together his puzzle, put, put it together, and then he comes up with something. And, you know, I think he said that, you know, O.J. did it. And he said that I think he said O.J. did it alone because there were mistakes and it was a first-time kill because, you know, certain things that he did. So anyway, um, I don't know how I just got into that. But, yeah, um, I'm check out the uh, – I always root for those – people too at when you're watching it and then you're like no this person's a piece of shit they did the same thing with making a murderer you know making a murderer they made you think that this guy and i'm not saying nobody knows for a hundred percent fact exactly what went on uh teresa halbeck rest her soul nobody knows exactly what went on um so you don't want to automatically assume something but these documentaries like put you almost in the killers or or the the accused i should say corner and that's the problem with it when you just really don't know if they're a piece of shit that did this or not. And, you know, so who knows? Um, but, yeah, I will check out that owl, uh, the owl theory, too. All right. Um, is that all we got? I don't want to. What are we? We're at a half hour here. Let's see. I think that that might be it. Yeah, is it? Let me see here. Okay. All right. Let me get on to this. Um, let me get on. I saw a movie. I talked about this on Patreon, so I don't want to get into it too much here because that's I do my own thing. But I saw Shimmer Lake. Ah, I don't know. One of those I might have to see again. Didn't love it, but I, I, I you know, it was ah, uh, you know, whatever. Um, I'm going to. I'm really excited about this. I'm going to Las Vegas, and um, I'm going to Las Vegas tomorrow, and I will be on the show with Rich Voss. Uh, Keith Robinson and Bobby Kelly, Robert Kelly, um, and it, at the cellar at the Rio, and I'm going to be there till Sunday, and it's just going to be nuts. So a few people are out there, go out to that. I'm going to be playing golf in Vegas, and I don't know. Some people hate Vegas. You want to talk about animals? Some people like Vegas. 
I've said it once and I'll say it again, and, and this is what I want to always, always say about Las Vegas, okay? Listen, if you like to booze, you like to gamble, you like to kind of, you know, do Las Vegas shit, it's an amazing, I mean, what, what could you say? The lights, the, the, the noises, the people, the, the thrill of it, the, the skyline, I mean, look, it's pretty cool. Here's the thing. If you do Las Vegas cheap, you feel like a piece of shit, degenerate gambler. Um, but if you do Las Vegas the way Las Vegas should be done, three to four nights of top-notch VIP shit, great meals, amazing hotels with five-star service, um, amazing shows, you know, going, if you watch sports, going to the best sports books and get some, like if you do it right, it's an amazing top-notch high-level experience. If you do it shitty just to gamble, that's where you're kind of like, you know, here's how you tell. You want to know how you tell? Here's how you tell if you're at a shitty place or if you're doing a top-notch. The price of the buffet is one. If the price of the buffet is in the 20s, nah, it's not good. If the price of the buffet is in the 30s or higher, it's probably really good. Another way you could tell if Las Vegas, if you're in Las Vegas, you're doing it the right way or you're not doing it the right way. Um, the lines for the buffet. If you could always get in and it's really expensive, then that's good. That means that they've herded out the, you know, they've, they've thinned out the herd, I should say. If it's, you know, like I said, not that expensive and there's just a line of fucking mooses out the door, not so great. Um, but I'm looking forward, I'm looking forward to going out there. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing that football won't be on then. <laughs> you know, because I would love to just gamble on football, sit and watch all day. That would have been fun. Um, but maybe that would have been a little too distracting. So I'm going out there. I will be in Las Vegas from tomorrow to Sunday. And uh, I am thrilled about it. Now, speaking of football, uh, on to sports here. The New York football giants just gave wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. yesterday the contract he so desperately desired. He, so, he's, he wanted so bad. He wanted to be the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL. Um... Now, the other high-paid wide receiver in the NFL is this dude, Mike Evans, who is on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He got a contract, um, which was a $55 million, which was a $55 million guarantee, plus whatever the other money was. I don't know, 80-something million, whatever it was. So Odell Beckham wanted the Giants to do better than that. Now, for you people that don't know, you're not into sports, you listen to the show... Um, the reason why the New York football giants did not want to, or I should say there was hesitation um, or even trade rumors with uh, Odell Beckham Jr. was because of his off-the-field antics, you know, tweets, pictures of him laying in bed with weed and women and doing all kinds of things like putting himself out there, being in the wrong place. Nothing over-the-top bad, no crimes committed just like these dancing videos, these stupid, like, you know what I mean? Doing certain things, day off before a playoff game, going on a boat in Miami with just, you know, taking pictures of it. Just a lot of, sh a lot of things like that. Um, and 
you know, is he going to report to training camp or is he going to hold out and wait for his money? And I think his agent, I think the Giants, somebody got through to the kid and somebody was like, look, dude, the Giants have the money. They want to give you the money. You have the talent. You are a game changer in a game. You've, I mean, the guy has, I have to say this as a Giant fan who watches them every week um, during the season, he has single-handedly changed the outcome of a game for the Giants in the Giants' favor to win the game. As a matter of fact, we were at a game against the Ravens last year, me, my son, uh, my wife's uncle, and my neighbor, Jeff, and we watched him catch a pass with like a minute something left, took it like 50, 60 yards to the house, and they won the game. That was a game he took his helmet off. It cost him 15 yards, but anyway, they won the game. I mean, he's a game changer. He's so fast. He's so talented. He came into camp in good shape. So they told him, look, man, if you cut the shit, they don't want to trade you. They want to do the right thing. Show up to training camp. Don't hold out. Do the right thing. Apparently, the guy showed up, model citizen, acted like a leader, came in the best shape of his life, came like a guy who wanted to get his money, and boy, did he get his money. They did it. They exceeded all of the money expectations that he wanted and that people thought he would get. He ended up getting $95 million for five years. Guess what the big number is, everybody? $65 million guaranteed. That means if his legs fall off week two, the New York Giants owe him $65 million guaranteed. So he's basically playing out the five years for the other $35 million which, knock on wood, he'll be healthy and fine and get that. But he's owed by the New York Giants contract sign $65 million guaranteed over five years. Okay? So he is a very, very rich man. Um, you know, one of his teammates ran up to him and started playing that money, 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 that song. And they kind of have a video up. I didn't love the fact that they were doing that in the locker room right after he signed the thing. It's almost like, can you guys fucking grow up and just, you know, how about you just go into, you go home, how about you sign that contract, you hug everybody, you say thank you, you go home, you go in the shower, and you scream in the shower like Ray Liotta, screaming, Jimmy, those son of a bitches, in Goodfellas, when he was in the shower, how about you do that, except for yourself, how about you do that, you know, the, the Giants owner, John Mara, Johnny, you did it. You son of a bitch. Now I'm going to go win you some games. Do it a little more quiet. But $65 million. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you do with $65 million? I tell you what you do. You do the right thing with it. You let that shit, you, get, you let some interest. I mean, there's so many things. I mean, I'm sure this guy has the finest financial people in the world. But uh, that is like, that is such life changing. And now, here's the only thing about that. And you got to thrive on it. Some people thrive on it. Uh, but some people could crumble with it. And it's the expectations now. Because now there's no fucking around right now. There's no, you know, there is no, ah, oh, well, he had a decent season or, you know. Now you got to show up. You got to put in the work and you got to earn that contract. I mean, you don't have to because you already have the money. But now you're going to see... The type of person, the type of player, and most importantly for the NFL, the type of competitor that this guy is. And I'm not trying to be a dick, but let's not forget, that guy went in and laid a fucking egg in his first playoff game in um, Green Bay. 
when he dropped, you know, 10 points and, and you know, he's dro- dropping balls all over the lot. You know, he's dropping balls like he's getting paid to do that. So now you got to do something else. But, um, yeah, good for him. You know, good for the um, good for the New York Giants and good for him. And I hope the New York Giants, I uh, hope it pay. you know, I, I might. Pete Davidson, shout out to Pete Davidson, my buddy. Uh, Pete asked me about going a week one and against the Jags, but I'm not doing that. I got to watch it with my son. I was going to go, and I'm like, and we go all the time. Pete's got season tickets down. You know, we, we always kind of do it every year. Really good seats, too, like 19 rows back, kind of in the, um, on the side, like a diagonal in the end zone. Good seats, though. And, um, but I got to tell you, there's something about watching football, like NFL football, and I'm sorry if you're not a sports fan and you're listening to this. Okay, sorry if you're in Croatia. Or if you're in Canada and you could give a fuck about American football. Um, so I'll, I'll wrap this puppy up. I'll put a bow on this puppy real quick. But um, I, you know, NFL football is just amazing. If you got a big screen TV, you just see everything better. I mean, it is cool if you get good seats and you feel the crowd and you see the play happen live. I and mean, that is cool. You know, once or twice in a year, maybe twice. Once is great. But I got to tell you, sitting down on the couch, snap. I mean, how great is NFL football Sunday? You just, if you're on the East Coast, it it's, takes you all the way to the night. If you're on the West Coast, you still have the night, but you watched it for hours. I happen to like it on the East Coast because, I mean, maybe this is where, just where I'm from and, and that's all I've known. But I love just falling asleep or being ready to go to bed after the Sunday night game at like 12, 12.30, and you've watched football from 1 p.m. until almost 1 a.m., and that's your Sunday. I mean, you could have people over. It's like a holiday. It's like literally a holiday. Every Sunday is a holiday. It's the best, and it's coming back in two weeks. And you know what else is coming back in two weeks? My sports predictions. That's right, which means not only am I going to say it here, but I'm going to put my money where my mouth is on Capper Network, which you guys should do too. That's what we should do. We should develop a Capper Network, you know, TVE team. How about that? All the listeners that go on it, it's free. Start our own thing and see who gets on the leaderboard. How about that? How about that, Capper Network? Can we make that work? That would be good. All right, I'm done with sports. I'm not going to talk Yankees. It's still the same stuff going on with them. They're in a race, whatever. Um, So I'm done. I just wanted to talk about the man got the money he wanted. He got $95 million over five years, $65 million guaranteed. Here's what I would do with that money, okay? Here here are the things that I would buy, probably. I almost, see, I almost already made a mistake and said boat and horse. How dumb is that? I literally just was like, here's what I would do. And I almost went the Mike Tyson route. Where I think he blew like $300 million. By the way, I like Mike Tyson. And I'm not saying that because I don't want him to punch me if he ever listens to this. I actually like the guy. Um, I think he's a generous soul. I think he's a good spirit. I really do. I think he's, I think he's a good dude. But, you know, that dude was buying cars and he'd like run out of gas. He'd buy another one. Like there were stories about that guy just like, you know, wasting money. Uh, I would like, if I had 65 million, I would like, I would buy a horse. I'd want to buy a horse. All right, here's the list of the dumb shit I'd buy. Here's the dumb shit, and then I'll do the smart stuff. I'd buy a horse, okay? 
I'm actually writing this down as I talk. I'd buy a horse. My wife would not allow it, but I'd be like, look, I just made 65 guaranteed. So listen, I think I have a little authority here. You know, yeah, I know it's not about money, but you know what? In, in this case, it kind of is a little bit about money. So, uh, and 65, 65 million guaranteed. If I want to buy a fucking horse for a hundred grand, you know, I'm going to buy a fucking horse. I'm not saying we're going to have to buy a ranch or a farm. I'll house the horse. I'll pay to house the horse, but I want to buy a horse that competes in races. You know, just go, how great would that be? Just go and talk to your horse. You know what I mean? You just go and you just talk. I would literally, like, imagine fighting with your wife. Think about this for a second. You got a horse. You just bought a horse. A gorgeous horse, right? Whatever color you wanted. Light brown, you know? I mean, I, I can't, you can't pick the, the <laughs> you can't pick the color of a great racer and think they're going to be great. But let's just say you got this cool horse, right? You know, let's say you got, it's, it's brown with some white, beautiful horse. You're fighting with your wife. Right? Stace? Stace? I literally said, you got a horse, you're fighting with your wife, and I could have sworn to God the door just opened. Are you here? No, okay. That would have been weird. Um, here's another thing that's really weird, and I'm not even kidding. Right now, I'm going to tell you guys. This is pretty weird. As I'm talking to you about this, I'm looking at a wine bottle, and the wine bottle says Dark Horse Cabernet on it. Uh, not a bad wine, but not a bad cab, by the way. Dark Horse. I mean, I'll tell you guys what it is. It's um, a 2015 from California, the original Dark Horse Cabernet. Not not a bad bottle. I, I, don't, I don't mind it. I like it. I like Cabernet. Um, so you're fighting with your wife, right? And you have a horse. Or ladies, I'm sorry. I want to put this, I don't want to be sexist here and not put you involved in this. Ladies, you got $65 million, okay? And you have a horse, and you're fighting with your husband. Whoever you are, man or woman, you're fighting with your partner. And you have a horse in this stable, not far from the house, maybe a 20-minute ride on a beautiful ranch. You pay for all the upkeep and the trainer and all that stuff. And it's a, it's a beautiful night. The sun hasn't quite gone down yet. You're just fighting. You don't want to deal with it. You say, you know what? I'm going to go... I'm going to go hang out. I'm going to go go to the ranch. And you go, and you see the horse, and they let you in, and there's a little stool next to him, you know, maybe a basket of carrots or apples and shit. And you're just talking to him. And you're just like, what's up, buddy? Yeah, you got a big race coming up, man. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. How's everything going? You need a carrot? You know, start feeding him the carrot, maybe an apple. Um, and you're just talking to your horse. Just this powerful, insane, beautiful thing. And then, um, sorry about that. I had to cut that off for a second. I don't know if you heard that cat was freaking out. I had to let the cat out. Speaking of that, I'm going to close the show with what happened at the vet. Anyway. Um, yeah, you just have a horse. You know, I just think that that would be awesome. They're peaceful. You know, they just hang. Then you could watch them run. Then I'll be like, hey, you know, why don't you go take them for a little... I'll tell them, I'm paying them. So I'll be like, hey, why don't you take them for a little lap? I want to watch them run. You know, smoke a cigar while you watch your horse that's about to compete go run. Then you come back and you're not so mad at your partner anymore. So that's one thing I would do. All right? Horse. Another thing I would do, house at the ocean 100%. Now, which ocean is the question? Would I go West Coast, California, like a Malibu house out there? Or would I go... You know, Jersey Shore, Long Island Sound, 
Um, you know, definitely wouldn't do Cape Cod because that's where all the sharks are going because that's where all the seals went. Um, you can't even go in the water. By the way, I don't know if you guys saw that shark attack, um, but you could YouTube this. People in Cape Cod, dude, it's like a couple hours from here. Like, like Cape Cod is not far from Boston. I'm sure you guys, you know, I don't know if you've ever been there, but it's a very nice upscale place to have like a vacation home. They can't even go in the ocean right now because these sharks are all there. And there's signs going, don't go in the ocean because all the seals, all of their food migrated north and went there. And it's just literally shark, great white shark infested waters. And there's this one thing we're going, oh my God, he's going to get out of the water. And you just see this fin and this attack. And then there's like a ripple effect in a circle. You just see the wake of this thing. It's literally 20 yards off the shore. It's right there. And you just see blood. And I'm going, holy shit, is that thing killing a person? It was a seal. There was nobody in the water. They, the people that were like in the water or near the water were literally like on the sand. Like their feet were in. Like they were. And then you just look out a little bit and you see this great white killing this thing. So I would never get a, but I would probably, I maybe would get an ocean house on the East Coast. So I go horse, ocean house, East Coast ocean house. Um... Depending on like what my career was doing on the West Coast, like if I was filming something or doing something at the time, um, you know, obviously have a place out West. Then I would do, um, then I would do like a vacation, one other vacation house somewhere in like Montana or Colorado, just like a fucking cabin where I could go like either, you know, skiing or do some shit like that. And then the rest of the money I would just save. So there you go. So you, I would have a, I would have like a, a cabin winter home somewhere cool like Colorado. I'd have an ocean house. I'm talking 65 million, a horse. I'd probably get a yacht. Um, folks, basically what I'm trying to say is I would blow 60, I would blow through 65 million in like, I don't know, two generations. Like this, the next generation after me would go, oh man, he made some mistakes. We got to make up for it. We got 19 million left, and there should, <laughs> and there should be. This guy went through 40 something million way too quick. Um, but listen, you get 65 million. I'll tell you what, my older brother Christian, Christian, if you're listening to this, my older brother, if you gave my older brother Christian 65 million, um, some of the things he would buy, <laughs> some of the. Would be funnier than me. I remember Bill Burr said, he goes, I just want Verzi to get filthy rich just to watch the shit that he buys. Bill Burr actually said that. He goes, I just want to see, you know, because we always joke, like I'd have a fur coat phase. I would just be walking into a casino in a fur, you know, just. <laughs> but my brother would go, my older brother Christian would go in. I mean, Lord knows. Um,. But, uh, yeah, good for him. Anyway, good for him. I want to close the show. I know I'm going off on tangents and rants here. I hope this is even making sense. I'm sorry. Um, I just got back from vacation. I'm tan, but I'm kind of peeling, and I'm about to go back on vacation. <laughs> I'm about to go to Vegas and do what I love, telling jokes at the cellar uh, in uh, at the Rio. <laughs> not exactly, uh, my wife's not exactly thrilled. Like, yeah, babe, listen, I got to get back home. I got to get back to the grind. Really? What's coming up? Well, I'm going to Vegas. I'm going to be sleeping on a pool all day, then doing 20 minutes of comedy, playing golf during the day. So it's going to be tough. 
No, I'm, I'm actually going to be putting in a lot of work on that stage. So come out. See what I did there, right? I flipped it. Uh, we had our three animals in the vet, okay? And uh, I'm just going to tell you guys the prices. I'm going to tell you guys the prices right now. I think Lloyd was like Lloyd was like $50 a night. So you could do the math like 50 times 7. Then my cats were like um my cats would have been 30 something if I kept them in the general population, which I'm not doing. You know, they were like, "Oh, general population or you could put them in the VIP cat hotel, which is upstairs. They're not going to hear dogs barking." Out for general population like it's a maximum security prison. But um, I send them, I was like, listen, how much is the one that where they go upstairs? He goes, well, it's really nice. They could stay together and they're brothers. My cats are real brothers and shit. So um, she's like, they could stay together and um, the sun comes in through the window. It's really nice and it's bigger and they have space to do what they do. Or you could basically, she goes, or you could keep them in the general population. They hear dogs. They could get kind of scared. And it's like... Why don't you just say, listen, you're either going to be a piece of shit owner or not. Like, yeah, get your cat in that hole and hopefully hopefully it survives. Or you could treat your cat like the animal that you've loved for the last 14 years. It's like, it's like of course I'm going to pay. You know, if I like five-star hotels, my fucking cats are going to. So I think that's like up like close to like another, I don't know. It goes from like 35 to like 47 or whatever. So So then they have that. But then I find out they all need fecal tests because they can't be in there with other animals without that and they're not up to date so all three animals need that guess what all three animals need certain shots that they're not up to date with that they're not you know so anyway long story short stanley had a bump on his shoulder for like a year one animal hospital said it was just a ruptured cyst and he's fine so i give the fucking pets to this thing drop them off it was a nightmare they're running out of the car i had to get them into this thing and there you go. So all the animals are there. I get in the car and I'm done for a week with the pets. And I told my wife, I said, do not be surprised if we have a bill for easily over a thousand, maybe the most crazy, outrageous $1,800. And she's like, please, let's just not talk about it or think about it. Let's just enjoy the vacation. I said, all right, I'm just letting you know that this shit, you know, we're going to have to pony up, I think. And I said to the lady at the vet, look, I'm going to be at the beach. I'm going to be on vacation, okay? I'm not going to have my phone on me because they love to say, oh, you know, this one's this and this one needs that. Sure enough, two days in, Stanley's bump, I think it could be either, this is what the, like they said, like a, oh my God, what's the thing? Like a, we're like, a, it was bit by a, a some kind of bug that laid eggs, but we don't think so. Um, it could be a tumor. We don't know, but we could take a little piece and he goes, well, you're, and I'm on literally in at the ocean house. And he's going, yeah, it's going to range you anywhere from, I don't know, 250 to 500. It's like, that's kind of a big range. It's kind of like, eh, it's going to be anywhere from 250 or double that. Like, it's not like, you know, it's not like he's like, eh, it's going to be like 250 to 325. No. Yeah, it's going to be 250 to 3,000, you know, somewhere there. Should we do it? And he's just, and I'm like, yeah, I don't want my cat to die. I've had my cat for 14 years and Stanley and me are close. You know, Stanley's like a dog. I mean, they're both like dogs, but Stanley's like, I mean, people come, I'm not even joking. And the backstory on them is we couldn't get a dog. I bought my wife a gift and then we got the brother. It's a whole thing. But we've had these guys since they're seven weeks old. And they're, you know, January, they're going to be 14. 
And like I call my cats, I'm like, boys, get over here. And they fucking run over. I'm not even kidding. And they're big cats. I'm not gonna let my cat get sick or, you know, so I'm like, yeah, whatever. So in my mind, I'm like, oh, it's gonna be 500. Like, you know, I just, as soon as he said 250 to 500, I'm like, it's gonna be 500. You're a liar. You're, you're clearly a liar and you're like a mechanic and this is your racket. You know, this is your, this is why you have an ocean. This is why you're gonna fucking have an ocean house. Um, so I tell my wife and my wife is like, can we just put them down already? <laughs> She's joking, but kind of. And then, um, and then two days later, we get the call. Yeah, it was a tumor. It's definitely a tumor. It needs to come out. It's infected, but he'll feel much better. And they, long story short, they got all their vaccinations. Oh, Thomas had a parasite with the fecal thing. So Thomas had a parasite, so they gave him pills. Those cost 500 All right, so you guys adding this shit up here? Um, so long story short. We get the animals taken care of. Stanley gets a tumor taken off of his shoulder. We don't know. I was told it was a cyst. They're telling me it's a tumor. I don't. What do I know? That's the thing that vets could do. I don't know what the diseases for animals are. I don't know what anything means. I obviously don't want a cat with a parasite in my house, so they gave him that. I'm like, where do you get the parasite from? Ah, no, licking puddles outside. I'm like, I never, I mean, I, they've been doing that for fucking 13 years, and they weren't here. So this guy might have had a fucking parasite in his stomach for, I don't, you know, like, I don't know. $2,500 and change is what the bill was when I went to pick up the cats and the dog. I go there and the lady's smiling. And she actually, I'm not joking you, as I left, I'm, I honestly think that I'm not crazy here and this happened. As I was leaving, she goes, okay, bye, I'm so... And she, she fucking stopped herself from saying I'm sorry because of that's how expensive it was. Like, and, and I think she caught herself on how unprofessional that is. But that's how fucking much I got taken advantage of. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. How was your week? Was your week good? That's what she said. Was your week good? Oh, great. Great. Now, you know, it's going to be a little more than we initially discussed with a smile on her face. I felt like Joe Pesci in Casino. I just wanted to look at her and go, how can you fucking grin? How can you grin? What are you looking at him for? It was just Gross. Okay, we went to the beach, we spent all this money on this house, and listen, we do it, it's a summer vacation, and then came home to a, almost a $2,600 bill for our two cats and our dog to be housed. Now granted, they got what they needed, but it doesn't cost that. That's like somebody saying you need an air filter for your car and the mechanic's going to charge you, you know, $119 more than what it is, and they love to, oh, and another, you know, it's going to be $240 because of the labor. Oh, you mean just putting it in and then closing the hood? So, yeah, we got we got hit. We got hit by the vet. And I was talking to Giannis Papas, who's hilarious, because he got like a $3,000 bill when he got his new dog. And it's like this ongoing thing that we laugh at. He goes, hey, let me know what they hit you for with that. Let me know. Let me, fi you know, let me find out what they, what they you know, hit. So I just text him back, 2500 And it was a little more than that. So... The warning for the TVE fans. There's your unacceptable. How about that? There's an unacceptable. I left two cats and a dog at an animal hospital kennel for seven days, and the bill was $2,500. Um, I'm glad my cat feels better. You know, he came home shaved with staples on his back. Um, and, you know... I'm glad that they got all the shit they needed. I'm glad my cat got the pills to get rid of whatever he had. 
Lloyd just got updated on his shots. He's fine. I'm glad. But holy shit. You know, what if you're broke? Or what if you just don't have it? Like, what do you do? Like, what do you... You're just going to let your cat... Like, how many... Basically, how many people have cats running around with tumors or parasites right now? You know? And you're just like, what am I going to do? You know? $2,500 is basically an amazing... Like, not an amazing vacation, but like, you can go to like Disney World with your family for like three nights and stay really comfortable in a hotel. Yeah, right? Because... Like, let's say the hotel room was 500 a night, which it wouldn't be. That's 1500 right there, probably less than that, okay? Flights down there, you know, if you do it in time is, is easy. Yeah, you're talking about flights and amazing hotels and going to, like, the amusement park for, like, three nights in Disney World for what we paid to get those animals. Um, but whatever. That's what you do. There's my unacceptable. Yeah, and he's very, and he needs this, and he needs that. But here's what's unacceptable: just tell me what it costs. Don't give me a range of two fifty to five hundred for one procedure. And then, oh yeah, by the way, Thomas had a parasite. That was five hundred. It's like, you know, why don't you just go listen? Um, scrub your assholes good because they're gonna be bleeding when you come back here and you pay for these animals because we're gonna fuck you real good in the ass. Um, that's it, guys. I'll be in Vegas. This was episode three sixty nine. I know this one was just me ranting and talking shit, but, uh, you know, I had to get back into the flow. I just got back from the ocean. I don't know what you, what you people want from me. All right, I do this shit for free. You understand that? This, is, this shit is for you people. Listen, you people have me in your little loop or whatever, you know, and you just listen to me talk shit, and I'm giving you that entertainment for free, and I have a guilt trip because I ranted about something, it's like, fine, either like the podcast or you don't. If you didn't like this one, then fucking hope 370's better. But you guys are great, man. Get the Patreon for $3 a month. <laughs> I will be in Las Vegas this week for other shows and other updates. Go to the new paulverzi.com for all of the stuff uh, that I'm talking about here. And um, there you go. Check out cappernetwork.com. Get ready for that. Sign up before the football season, everybody. And um, there you go. All Things Comedy. Check that out. Big announcements coming soon. Big things coming soon. I will talk to you guys. Uh, and until the next one, I am out of here. Take care.